welcome to uh, this week's episode of the Inner Circle Podcast. Uh, uh, for those of you who don't know, when I'm not wearing my Techspective cape, I am Senior Manager of Content Marketing uh, uh, for AlertLogic. Uh, and uh, so I have with me uh, this week someone from AlertLogic, uh, Mr. Brandon Board. So uh, Brandon, can you uh, tell us a little bit about uh, you know, your role and, and, and what you do at, uh, at AlertLogic? Uh, sure, sure, absolutely. Um, uh, again, my name is Brandon Board. I am Senior Director of uh, Corporate Security, um, IT Compliance, Audit, and Risk Management. Um, so basically what my team's role is, uh, is to ensure that uh, the data of our 4,000 or so customers and the data of our employees uh, is adequately protected at all times. Uh, given the nature of us having 4,000 customers a lot of customers have different compliance obligations that they need to adhere to, whether that's PCI or HIPAA or FFIEC in the financial space. Uh, and then that responsibility extends to us as an organization, so we have to make sure that our uh, environments also comply with those requirements to make sure that all comfortable customers are comfortable with using our products and services going forward. Okay. Well, and, and so, you know, what, what you just hit on, I think, is, is, is interesting, and that's it's what I want to focus on really for, uh, for our, our conversation, and that is, you know, if you're working anywhere in IT, and specifically in IT security, um, I, I'm sure you're well aware uh, that the uh, uh, GDPR, uh, what is it, General Data Protection Regulation, um, I think, um, uh, goes into effect. Uh, it's a you know European Union uh, rule law. Goes into effect May 25th, um, and you know companies are you know trying to get a handle on handling customer data and and, and how they're uh, you know working with uh, personal information of employees and customers, and um, you know I wanted to find out you know for, so you in your role for Alert Logic. Um, you know what are what is Alert Logic as a company doing internally? Um, you know, and 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 sort of, you know, not not so much the broad thing, but what are the important lessons that that you've kind of picked up along the way, um, or or you know that or that maybe that you've heard from other uh, people, uh, you know, peers of yours in other companies? What, you know, what 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 are the important lessons around GDPR? Uh, yeah, absolutely. I'm happy to share a few of those with you. I mean, I, I think the one of the first points of confusion that I, I hear from uh, folks in the marketplace that, that don't really currently understand GDPR or what their obligations are is, you know, some organizations believe this is purely a, a security-driven activity, um, that we're going to protect customer data, we'll encrypt the data, you know, access to the data will be, you know, only to authorize individuals, you know, things of that nature. Um, and, and that's not true. I, I mean, security is a, a portion of uh, what GDPR expects of organizations, but it's, you know, I would say it's 15 to 20%. I mean, it is a, it's a process-driven activity. It's a policy-driven activity, the legal-driven activity. I mean, really, it, it, it affects the entire uh, business operations. I mean, it really forces um, you to understand uh, the entire operations of your business, from sales to marketing to finance to HR to engineering to customer support. It's with the nature of SaaS businesses and Alert Logic being one, it, it data flows uh, so so quickly and so interchangeably across uh, your environment at any given time. Uh, it's almost like you have to 
you know, know all and see all at any given point. And it's, it's, it's very difficult. And it, I think you have to really take it from a high level perspective and say, okay, do I really understand my business? Do I know how my business operates? And once you learn that, you begin kind of setting guardrails up and trying to figure out, okay, how do I scope this out from a risk perspective and do this in a systematic manner that makes the most sense to my business? Okay. All right. So, so, you know, so it's kind of at a at a high level. Uh, you know, one of the one of the big lessons is just it is a it, it's much broader than you might think of at first glance. Like if you just think of okay, it's a security compliance uh, you know framework or whatever. Um, but you know, but you're saying it's 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 a much more comprehensive. In order to do it properly, you have to have a much broader understanding of your business and and how and where data is being used. That sum it up. No, uh, yeah, I mean, absolutely. And I'll give you a you know, perfect example just based upon our business model. I mean, we're a security uh, as a service provider. So, you know, we ingest, um, you know, customer security event logs, uh, threat data, things of that nature. So that's one focus of, you know, we consider that personally identifiable information or personal data, so to speak. But, you know, we have a sales and marketing organization, and they generate, uh, you know, lead data, prospect information. That's a separate feed in the organization completely. We have a talent management organization that focuses on our employees, and we have to understand how that data flows across our organization. So it's a multitude of activities that you have to get your hands wrapped around. If not, you know, you're literally playing whack-a-mole and assuming that you're touching on everything unless you take a look at the big picture. Okay. Um, so in, in, the, in, in your efforts to kind of understand GDPR and how it applies to alert logic and what you need to do, you know, if you had to pick one thing, what, what would you say would be like the most surprising or the most painful lesson uh, that, that you had to deal with and, and how did you address that? Yeah, I, and, and this is gonna sound, this is gonna kind of sound funny, um, but the biggest painful exercise that my team has experienced in this, in this journey is the time that we have to educate, the time that we have to spend educating service providers that we use on GDPR, GDPR and what it means to them, what their obligations are. You know, as a SaaS organization, uh, we leverage SaaS products quite heavily. We, we, we use uh, Office 365 for email. Uh, we use PagerDuty for uh, employee on-call notifications. We utilize ADP for payroll, things of, things of that nature. So given the nature of GDPR, I have to put in place contractual obligations between AlertLogic and those vendors to ensure that they understand what their GDPR requirements are and they're agreeing to accept those in a contractual manner. You know, you would be surprised the number of vendors that I contact and, and say, hey, I just want to understand where you are on GDPR, GDPR compliance. And their response is, well, either let me get back with you and it turns into a vacuum of a few weeks before someone responds back, or they don't believe that they have, they have to be GDPR compliant. And that's a very big misnomer that I think a lot of folks in the industry don't understand. And it's not um, regional, regional focus. You know, a lot of times I hear that, well, I'm a U.S.-based organization. Um, I don't have to be GDPR compliant. I mean, it is a content-based uh, approach. If, if you think that you're going to have an EU citizen that's going to be enrolling in a product of yours or subscribing to a service of yours, that has an obligation for you to be GDPR compliant. So it's, it's really... You know, the education, the training, and it feels like to me that not a lot of organizations at this point clearly understand what their responsibilities are and they're trying to play catch up. 
And my team is spending a lot of times help educating those users to make sure we're protecting alert logic so we therefore can protect our customers in the manner that it's expected of us. That, that makes sense. And you know, and you, you touched on something that I think is, is interesting in that, you know, again, I mean, May 25th is not that far away at this point. You know, you only got a couple of months to kind of get, get uh, a hold of your data and, and understand how GDPR, GDPR applies to you. But it does seem like there are still a lot of organizations you know, not just in the United States, but you know, around the world, who are not in the European Union, who are still under the impression that this is an, a European Union regulation that doesn't apply to them, um, and you know, I think I think it's important for organizations to understand that, you know, we're, there's there's really only one internet. You're, you're all you're all on the same internet, and they, you know, unless unless you're blocking entire you know EU subnets, there's no way for you to really guarantee you don't have EU customers and EU, you know, that you're not interacting with uh, people from the European Union. Um, so, I mean, I, I, I look at GDPR and I say, okay, yeah, the EU came up with the rules and the EU implemented this, this regulation and this framework, but it is a global compliance mandate. Um, no, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I, abso absolutely. Um, and, I, and I think that you know, this is one of the first examples that, you know, unfortunately, I think what's going to happen is there's going to be a, a few hard lessons learned by organizations. Uh, you know, between you and I and everyone on this podcast, I mean, you know, if you're asking me what my opinion is, I think what you're going to see is when the, the actual regulation uh, comes into enforcement on, uh, on May 25th is, you know, the EU Commission and the uh, data protection authorities are going to find a few examples of individuals that are a few organizations that haven't did their obligations and they're probably going to uh, suffer the consequences of those. And that's going to kind of right-size the ship a little bit, and that's going to, uh, you know, make it look as serious as some organizations should be taking it. So, I mean, there's probably going to be some hard lessons from some organizations, and, you know, hopefully people will understand the gravity of the situation and, and uh, you know, come to pass and treat it as important as we would treat uh, any other regulation that's U.S.-based. Sounds good. So, you know, again, with uh, knowing that the May 25th deadline is uh, coming up fast, um, if there was, you know, someone came to you or there's someone listening to the podcast who, for whatever reason, is just getting started or, or still trying to kind of get things going uh, in terms of GDPR compliance, what would you say would be like, the, you know, the top three things uh, that you would suggest they need to do right away to get as close as possible? I mean, at this point, I think it's a little late to start and think you're going to achieve complete compliance, but... Um, you know, using kind of an 80-20 rule approach, you know, what, what are the three things that are going to get you most of the way there? Yeah, I mean, I think the number one thing is to get executive buy-in and sponsorship. I mean, no one team, no one person is going to be able to accomplish this activity alone. It, it's educating your executives, um, trying to describe to them why it's important, why it impacts them, why it matters to your organization. Uh, the Information Commissioner's Office, the ICO website um, uh, in, in uh, the European Union is a great resource for individuals that are trying to learn more about it and if need some support associated with what exactly it is. Uh, that, that's probably the number one thing um, is, is getting that buy-in because without it, like I said, going back to what I said earlier, it's not just a security activity. It, call, it needs engagement from your entire business. And unless you have that engagement, you're probably not going to be as successful as you would be by having that engagement up front. Um, secondarily, I would probably say the sooner you can complete an entire inventory uh, of all 
uh, your personal data, uh, where you have it, where it resides, uh, where the data flows, that is probably the number two most important thing. Because if you don't know where your personal data is, you don't know where, why you're processing it, you don't know what protection mechanisms you have on it, you don't know what your legal basis is for having it. These are all things that are required by the GDPR and need you have those done as soon as possible. And, and then probably lastly, it's communicate, communicate, communicate. You have to train your, your workforce on what GDPR is and what the expectations are of them. Um, you know, it's one thing to say your compliance officer knows, your data protection officer knows, your HR department knows, but even managers, for example, that would be managing uh, EU-based employees, there's still requirements and expectations of them of how uh, they treat data. When their employee comes to them and say, hey, I'm, I'm sick today, uh, I'm gonna have to take some time off. Okay, well, how do I handle that email? But that's personal identifiable information that's specifically around the behavior of that individual and provide some sensitive information to them. It's how do I treat that? I'm not allowed to share that with anyone. How long should I retain that email communication? It's 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 truly, in my mind, a game changer for how business need to operate as an ongoing practice uh, going forward. And I think that's what's going to be important. It's going to be a period of time where you're going to train individuals on what the expectations are, and then it's going to become commonplace and you know ongoing activities, and they're going to be following these activities in their daily uh, business life on a day-to-day on -day basis. Well, that's, I, I think, good advice. And one of the things that I think is, is sort of interesting about uh, GDPR is, I mean, you know, we've already got SOCs and HIPAA and GLBA and, you know, every, every PCI, you know, all, we have all these other compliance frameworks that are either, uh, you know, regional or they're, they're tied to specific industry sectors or, or whatever. Um, and, and they've all got overlapping. Uh, I mean, you know, the, the general goal is, is the same for all of them. Um, how they go about, you know, prescribing solutions is generally vague because they don't want to paint themselves into a corner as technology changes. Um, and, and, and my understanding of GDPR is that, you know, it's, it's, it's even maybe less prescriptive than, than a lot of the other ones where it's more, you know, really just, hey, we want you to kind of do these things. Um, but, the, but the upside to it, in my opinion, is the EU is giving it teeth. And it, it seems like it's much more likely that to, to uh, you know, for businesses to take it more seriously and actually take action because a lot of these other ones, yeah, you're supposed to be compliant, but the cost of non-compliance isn't really that big a deal. Yes, I, I mean, I would, I would agree with that. I mean, you know, us, you know, as Alert Logic, like I said, being a, a, a business to business service provider, uh, it's important for us to adhere to all compliance requirements that our customers expect us to and all regulatory requirements because at the end of the day, if we're not, we're going to lose business, and that's going to be the driver for us. So the teeth, the regulatory fine teeth is, is important, but it's already important to us because we want to make sure our business is, is successful. You know, where you really see the teeth taking um, more, um, more hold, so to speak, is when you're talking about organizations that deal more with individuals directly, your Facebooks. Your, your Googles, your things of that nature that by nature, you know, may or may not uh, think of these things as being important. But when you put the regulatory teeth behind them, that makes organizations that deal more directly with individual consumers to do the right thing. Or hopefully that's the intention is to do the right thing. All right. Well, um, that sounds awesome. I appreciate that you took the time to share with us, uh, you know, what, what AlertLogic is doing. And like I said, I mean, you know, AlertLogic being a, a software as a service company, 
in the security industry, you know, it, it's interesting because it's kind of like coming at it from both sides. You know, you're kind of on the one hand trying to help customers with GDPR, but first and foremost, Alert Logic is a company doing business around the world, and you know, and that 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 burden falls, uh, you know, basically to you and your team to make sure that Alert Logic is compliant with GDPR. So, uh, you know, hopefully there's some some nuggets of wisdom in there that other uh, you know other companies out there, and specifically other uh, SaaS companies, can uh, take away from this. And uh, and like I said, the clock the clock's ticking. So if you're if you're not already doing GDPR, it's uh, time to get 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 get, get cracking. Um, so anyway, thank you very much, Brandon, for joining me. Thank you. I appreciate you having me. I would like to thank Alert Logic for being a sponsor of Techspective, and I hope that you will also help me thank them by showing your support. Alert Logic, for those of you who don't know, is a leading provider of cloud security. The company has a tagline of experts included because it offers a unique combination of security solutions. Uh, combined with 24-7 monitoring and security expertise from its security operations centers. Uh, Alert Logic focuses on your security so that you can focus on your business. Uh, so please uh, click the Alert Logic logo at the upper right of the Techspective site or just type alertlogic.com into your browser uh, to visit the site and learn more about the comprehensive cloud security solutions they have to offer. I appreciate you investing your time to listen to the podcast but I also invite you to engage on social media. Uh, please go like our Facebook page and follow at Techspective on Twitter and Instagram. You can feel free to let me know what you like, let me know what you don't like, let me know if you love it, let me know if it sucks, and uh, let me know what products you'd like to see reviewed or what uh, questions that you'd like to see answered in future posts.